You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint, and we back again, running it back on Locked On Bulldogs here, Locked On Podcast mm. Network, your team every day. It's not the off season because I don't understand what your off season means. What? No. What does that mean? It's like when you're a child that grows up and realizes when you're an adult, you don't have summer to do nothing, and you say, "Ah, uh, yeah. What? What is this? I thought everybody had well, summer off. No, this is SEC football. It it don't stop, y'all. We just keep rolling. It's it's championship celebration season. I'll accept that if you'd like to. If you'd like to be a part of that, I'd be happy to to do that with you. Um, sure. This is the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Uh, he's Clint. I'm Daniel. As he said, uh, thanks for jumping on the audio. Subscribe to the Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast. Uh, leave us a rating and review on the podcast listening app of your choice. We do greatly appreciate it. If you are listening on audio, head on over to the YouTube and give us a subscription there. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome. Uh, Happy to uh, be seen by you. We would love to interact with you. You can drop us a comment right down below. Um, Many people did leave us a comment, Clint, on yesterday's video because when you talk about quarterbacks, I don't know if you know this, but when you talk about quarterbacks, Clint, people feel a lot of feelings. Here. Daniel, I'm going to ask you a question that sums up our entire view of the quarterback situation. I'm going to ask Daniel a question, okay? And this should be your response. Georgia fan, please, I'm begging you to see this should be your response, regardless of what you feel. So I'm going to ask, Daniel, who do you want to be the quarterback of the University of Georgia? Whoever. Mm -hmm. Kirby. Okay. Picks. Oh, that's easy. That should be simple enough. So if I have a fan favorite of who I think should beat out somebody else or who I hope beats out somebody else, what I should do instead is trust the process that whoever is starting has already beaten all the necessary hurdles and challenges, according to Kirby Smart, to take us back to the national championship. And my job is to accept that and shut up. Where's JT Daniels playing college football? this? I'll answer your question with a question. Where's JT Daniels going to play college football next year? Right now, right now, it turns okay. out that the H and M department store is where he's That's, playing college football. Okay. Listen, just it, people out here slandering. He ain't played nobody, Paul. That was literally one of the this. He hadn't, he hadn't played. Okay, well, he's in high school. He's in high school. So, uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, listen, big. Clint and I both big Brock Vandegrift fans. Huge. We both really like Gunnar Stockton. Yep. Clint, it Clint is of the opinion that that he thinks Brock Vandegrift is going to eventually beat out Gunnar Stockton and be the starting quarterback. I am of the opinion at this moment that I I think the more likely scenario is that Gunnar Stockton will beat out Brock Vandegrift and be the starting quarterback for Georgia. Listen, neither Clint or I are going to care at all who starts when that happens. We just want the guy that the coaching staff picks. 
We want the best possible option. And that's what you should want too. But by all means, get all up in your feelings. If, if Gunnar um, Stockton turns around and wins the starting job, Brock Vandergriff leaves and we win SEC championship and go back into the playoff, Daniel's going to turn to me and be like, well, I told you. And, I'll, and I will say this. I don't care. Hang the banner up in the freaking stadium. That's all I care about. But if you're, but if you're like the people in the comments, you will say, but Gunnar Stockton didn't win the game. It was the defense. <laughs> That's what he'll say. All right. Forget okay. about it. Okay. We're on okay. to something else today. Um, we're on to Cincinnati. And I don't want to, I don't want to spend, what are we on? We're, we're, we're at like four and a half minutes. Clint. We have, we got, we got to, we got to pick this up. All right. We're talking about Oscar Delp today. Ooh. And <laughs> this is, we are on record. We're on record on this podcast months ago saying that this is the most exciting offensive player, not Gunnar Stockton. This is the no. most exciting offensive player that Georgia has signed in this 2022 class. And so it is a pleasure and an honor to be speaking about him here today. Clint, what excites you the most about this kid, Oscar Dell? What excited me about Gunnar Stockton was that we have seen a evolution of the recruiting prowess at UGA and the philosophy of offense, handing Todd Munkin weapons upon weapons to do with what he does well, which we're going to get hmm. back to that here in a little bit about Matt Luke. Uh, we're going to talk about it because oh, I yeah. think it has giant repercussions about Monk and all that, but we'll get back to it. So what excites me is that I just watched a true freshman run rampage. And when I say rampage, I mean the video game that mom yes, would thank leave you, you at with a with a with two dollars and quarters and say you know don't get don't get stolen from the front of the grocery store you just climb that building and just smash he <laughs> ran rampage over the sec he ran rampage through the college football playoff against the best competition and now you're telling me i get a version two of him i get i get t2 arnold comes back in the second, like yeah but it's he comes back what if I told you he comes back and he stands next to himself? <laughs> oh, jeez. Stands- okay. So, hmm. okay. That's it excites Listen, me because, guys, we just saw what the explosiveness this has, and now we get a clone. That's one word when you talk about Oscar Dell. And go read the experts. We're not gurus or insiders. We know that. This podcast is for fans by fans. We like to just chat and have a good time. I don't know. Some would say, wait for it. That is the point of the podcast. It That okay. is the reason that the... So the thing that you're hoping that we will skip is the reason that the show exists. So four I don't fans, know what to tell four you. Four fans by fans. Yeah. Fans talk this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just, we're, just, uh, we're just here to talk like fans. But go read somebody who has spent a lot of time studying this kid or do, do yourself one better. Just go watch the tape yourself. Just cut watch on the, the tape. tape yourself. Because there's one word that elevates to the top. No matter what you read about this kid, no matter what you see about this kid, Mm. one word. Mm. And the word is speed. Mm. He has got speed that is unnatural for his size. It's not right. It's not the way that it should be. No. Um, He's 6'4". He is uh, a full 225, 230. Right now, oh yeah. Um, started his high school career as a wide receiver, and um, 
has taken on the moniker of tight end, Clint. But I think we know that in today's today's college football and today's football, the the even the term tight end is is about as useful as the term mobile quarterback. That's right? Exactly we talked right. about this yesterday. A quarterback We're have a wide receiver today, that is going to be bigger than every tight end we have on this roster next year. Just so you guys know that, okay? Yeah. Um, so he's a, he's still a wide receiver, and the and the thing that you read about him is he's got route running that mm. is second to none, and the reason that route running is so good is because he explodes off the ball and he has elite getaway speed. And I'm not talking about we're I'm not talking about Jermaine Burton send him down the sideline on a seam. Arian Smith, send him down the sideline, throw it up. Nicole Hardman, send him down the sideline, throw it up in the nope. air. I'm talking about whoop, right up, right down the middle. We're just right down Broadway. And all of a sudden the safety thinks he's got an angle, but but Oscar Delp's already out the brownstone window and he gone. You understand? Did we, did we see that? Did we see that last year where five defenders Check. thought they were going to converge on on Mr. Brock Bowers? Check back with me in segment three. There we go. <laughs> when we do player comps. Speaking of which, we're going to mm-hmm. ca- come back with segment two. We might have a take on when Oscar Delp sees the field that you mm-hmm. might disagree with full-heartedly. So- I'm going to say something in the next segment that I guarantee you most people listening to this will disagree with. And I have no doubt that they'll leave it in the comments, but not as many comments as yesterday because it's not about a quarterback. So they don't really It's not care. about a quarterback. Uh, but first, we'll learn about Built Bar. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. How do we know we've tried them? They are keto approved. They are high in fiber. They are low in sugar. They are high in protein. It would be kind of weird not to be high in protein being called a protein bar. That would be – it's kind of like a podcast that says we are for fans by fans and don't talk like fans, Daniel. That's what it's kind of like. But this Built Bar is – And we just get protein. on here and read the news. We just get on here and scroll Twitter and read the news. That's what you want, I guess. Okay. Cool. It is the best tasting protein bar. They are protein bars that taste like candy bars. Again, how do we know? We've tasted them. They have amazing chocolate flavors. They have crunchy. They have texture. They are soft when you want them to be soft. They are crunchy when you want them to be crunchy. Go check out the marshmallow uh, additive that they put into that thing. Mm, It is a fantastic piece. They got fruit flavors that are out of this world. The orange, chocolate orange is one of my favorites. German chocolate cake is another one. Daniel likes the birthday cake. We've tried them. They're delicious. BuiltBar.com. Put in the promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your entire order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on planet Earth. Oscar Delp, 6'5", 225, out of uh, Cumming, Georgia, um, uh, Gwinnett County, north. No, is that Forsyth County? I think that's Forsyth County. Um, West Forsyth High School, yeah, Forsyth County. You you would know. Wouldn't, does it, you, Clint, does it, doesn't the South begin at, like, Missouri? Missouri is part of the South, right? I just – let's just don't <laughs> – People are turning off the podcast in in droves. I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. Guys, I'm joking. Um, uh, All right. Oscar Delp, um, big-time recruit. A lot of people wanted him. South Carolina thought they had him, but um, they did not. Uh, He's coming to Georgia. Clint. Yes, sir. 2022 season. um, Oscar Delp going to get much playing time? Daniel, um, right now. If you were to tell me 
the leading percentages of tight ends. Who who's gonna get the number of reps? Brock okay. Bowers gonna get all them reps. That's okay, all the reps. All the reps. he'll get reps that don't even exist. Hundred and ten percent of the reps he'll get. Oscar Delp's gonna get the second most reps at tight end this coming year. And he's going to have the second most receptions for a tight end at Georgia there we this go. year. All, all you Big O lovers, we, again, let's go on record. We love Quick Big survey. O. I love Big O. I think he's a phenomenal player. I love having him at Georgia. He is elite. He he is. However, but I think I think it might be. You know, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to say something that I don't really mean or that's going to get misconstrued in a way that I don't really mean it, but I think it might be time to look at Big O as, you know, in basketball, you have these guys, you call them role players, right? Sure. And that's, it's come to be sort of a slight if you're called a role player because it means, or, or the kid, you know, the kid's a gym rat and hustles. Kid's just a yeah. gym rat and hustles. You're like this, you're like this, well, play a little defense, spot up in the corner, shoot threes, like that's your kind of your thing. You're not the superstar of the team. You know, you might have some 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 big games. I think I think Big O is a role player on this team. But he's not built to be a volume receiver. I just don't know the Big O is ever going to be in college, I think there's a chance in the NFL that Big O yes. could be to could become a dynam, dynamic monster weapon, and that could obviously happen at Georgia. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it might be true that Big O is more of a role player on this team. He comes up in big spots, he makes big catches, but he's going to have two or three catches per game. And lo and behold, when he's been healthy, Clint, what has he had? Two or three catches per game. Now he's had some games where he's had some big catches, some really big time receptions where he's had some run after the catch. You're going to see that. But he's not a volume receiver of the ball. Brock Bowers is built to be a volume receiver of the ball. And Oscar Delp, as you said earlier, as I'm going to say in the next segment, is cut from the very same cloth. And so. I think it stands to reason that if he gets some time on the field and listen, is there need at pass catcher on this team, Clint? Is there, are there openings at pass catcher on this team? Mm. That there are. And so if Oscar Delp can get on the field and I think he can, I think you're going to see him be a volume type weapon for Georgia I totally agree with you. Second most targets, second most receptions for a tight end on this team. 100%. We're going to come back after this, give you our comp, uh, and maybe it's somebody you're going to appreciate. Maybe it's not. I think you're going to appreciate it. Come back after this. But first, I want to let you about betonline.net. Betonline.net is your sports book expert. Daniel and I love betonline.net because they're safe, we they're do. reliable. They give you payouts quickly. You can go ahead, get that deposit in there. They are the official sponsor of Locked on Bulldogs, Locked on Podcasts. They have it all, guys. March Madness is coming up. Get in on that they action. Do. Masters is coming up. Get in on that action. 
I asked. I asked who an uh, early favorite what's was. What's happening with Phil Mickelson right now? Like just, I, it's, uh, just Phil. There's just some things happening. Some Saudi Arabian man is trying to buy PGA Tour players. I don't know what's happening in the world, but here's what I know: the first weekend in April, the mm. the Masters is coming, and you need you need to jump on that. You need to get some get over to some bet betting on. opportunities. Dot net. Get Tony some futures Finau, in there. Just if you're looking for an early, there it is. Tony Finau. I like Tony Fee now. This has- they have every single bet, props, over unders, futures, anything you can imagine. BetOnline.net, your sports book experts. All right, Clint. Player comps. Player comps. Um, it. Here's what I want to say. Okay. I want to say he reminds me of Brock Bowers. <laughs> yeah. But that's not really in the spirit of the comp. You understand? Yesterday, yesterday I gave out Russell Wilson, Super Bowl champion. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Brock Bowers is not really in. The, I've given out. I gave out Leonard Floyd earlier. I gave out Indomitian Sue on these comps. Go. Okay. You under, you understand the the idea here is to is to look at a ceiling for, Here we go. for a kid, a, like a, an absolute ceiling. And so I said to myself, well, Brock Bowers is not really uh, – picking a high school or, or a college rising sophomore is not really in the spirit of it. What I need no. to do is I need to go out and I need to find a, a, a young man of comparable okay. size – Comparable skill set. If we have the same, I'm going to be so pissed. Who had? No, we don't. Who has the potential to be the best of all time at his position? Right. That's sort yep. of what I'm going for in the spirit of this comp. And so the name I came around to when I said, "Well, I can't go any higher than this guy if I'm going to pick somebody." Okay. Is in fact Brock Bowers. That's who I came <laughs> back to. Because listen, who am I going to pick that's better than Brock Bowers, Clint? You understand? This is literally how my mind worked. It was like, no, I got to think of somebody better. And then I was like, no, no I don't think he's. I don't think he's better than Brock Bowers. Like, can you? I don't, can you I don't name a better tight end in all of college college no. football? No. What? A, no. What about a brighter NFL future? I'm sorry, you can have Darren Waller. I don't I don't want him. I'll take Brock Bowers. It's fine. You can uh by the so way, by listen, the way, really the kid quick, reminds all, me all you awards me of Brock people. Bowers. All y'all awards people can just the awards for college football are a giant joke. joke. It's a joke. joke. Okay. I don't care who gets named to what award like, watch list. It's like it's like Mike Griffith writing an article. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's it's like the most you just likely laugh to it succeed off. in you high school. You just laugh it off. Come on. Yeah. Come on, guys. What the Come heck? On. What you're saying is you peaked in high school. Oh, that's cool. Great. Thanks nice. for that. I appreciate it. Um, Brock here's Bowers my comp. is the comp, guys. Brock Bowers. That's, okay. Right. Uh, Brock Bowers is the comp. Is the absolute comp. If I had to give a second one. This kid's tough. I'm not saying this kid can't block. Um, I just don't want him blocking a great deal. That's he's, that's he's not going to be. Spoiler alert! All spoiler alert! Everybody's going to criticize Oscar Dobbs blocking. 
He ain't going to be blocking all that much. Okay. He's not going to be blocking. I'll say this. He's not going to be blocking any more than Kiaris Jackson is this year. Like that's fantastic. He's not going to be doing any more. By the way, do you know who's a good blocker downfield? Kiaris Jackson. Kiaris Jackson. Oscar, you got to block downfield. Do you know who I bet is going to be a good blocker downfield against corners and safeties? Oscar Dell. There we go. Yeah. Guys, it's it's Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham Mm. is the comp. Okay, like we Jimmy Graham made his little niche in the NFL as being the tight end that didn't fit the tight end mold. That was a matchup nightmare was fast on linebackers overpowered DBs had great route running ability, got open, just found the the kind of like a Jason Witten, if you will, of route running, but athleticism. Give me Jimmy Graham, straight line speed, explosiveness, quick in between. That's Oscar Delp, y'all. And by the way, it's because there'll be two Jimmy Grahams in the NFL in less than four years. The first one's Brock, and the second one is Oscar Delp. Whatever, it would be fantastic, actually, Let's to, to make these predictions. Whatever Brock Bowers goes in the draft, yes. uh, two, years, two years later, uh, just, just try to see if we can copy it for Oscar Delp. Like, that's going to be the, the cut, paste, repeat time and time again. Uh, Jimmy Graham is my comp. I do not hate it. Um, it, it. George is getting a dynamic weapon in this guy. And people that, again, people that don't want to do any research, that don't want to do any homework, that don't want to watch anything, and want to say, and you'll hear it, you they want to say Jermaine Burton transferred out. George Pickens is off to the NFL. Okay. Georgia doesn't have any proven talent at wide receiver. Sure. You just just look at them and smile, nod your head, because they're not they're not watching football these days. George is just fine at pass catcher. George is just fine at pass catcher. Yeah. Todd, who do you want to get the ball most often in a game? And Todd Munkin's gonna look at you with the same exact response that Daniel like, you don't watch football, do you? I, it's not. I don't care who catches the football. Not the way Are they works. being productive? That's not the way it works. Just what give me all at, them weapons out there. What if I look at Todd and say, "But Todd, this quarterback is the one I like the most. Will you play him, please?" I don't think I don't think Todd is a man to strike another person, but he'd yeah, want to. He might be. Let the record <laughs> show we did not hit those two elderly gentlemen from Vanderbilt. Um, I didn't even uh, I didn't even clinch my fist, y'all. Did not mm. even make a make ball my well, fist. That makes one of us. <laughs> we will be back tomorrow. Uh, we got more to talk about here on the pod, um, uh, and might even have a special guest joining us tomorrow. I, Time we're will confirmed. Tell. We're no, come on. Time will come tell. On. All right, Moon Pie. Uh, Moon exec, Pie. Exec, executive producer, intern, audio engineer, legal consultant, Michael, joining us on the pod tomorrow. We'll see you guys then. See ya.